Look out, man. It's episode four of season two here on the Recruiter's Corner. On this episode, we are going to touch base on a program for high school juniors, a.k.a. otherwise known as the Soft Book Program. Coming at you straight from the tap. Hello, 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 hello. How's everybody doing out there today? This is Master Sergeant Timothy Gallagher. And Technical Sergeant Bradley Byers. And this is The Recruiter's Corner. Hello, my brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing as well as I can. I think we know what happened this weekend uh, in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. I to, um, you know, I had to bow down to another Tampa Bay loss and show my wife that the Packers just did not stand up to the way they are supposed to play. And now I got to come out of pocket and buy more things. I got to buy her a jersey. And I'm heartbroken. My team didn't make it. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm fantastic. (laughs) I'm in a slow downward spiral. And wishing for death, but I'm okay. <laughs> All right. This glass case of emotion that I'm recording out of right now. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. I was gonna I was gonna say, man, like the people needed to know how you felt after you know what I mean, because we did a lot of talking about how Green Bay was gonna beat Tampa and uh um, brother <laughs> are you you are not kidding, man. Now I will say that even though the end result didn't turn out in the way that we wanted it to. I thoroughly enjoyed the videos that you were putting out um, to mess with the wife, right? Putting the Tampa Bay stuff on the curb, saying free, please take it. You know what I mean? And like her coming uh, out of the house and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Here she comes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and then uh, did you see that other one on the other side of it that she got up on me? No, I didn't at all. Yeah, there's one out there. So while I was out there doing that, I started talking to my, to the neighbor. She came into the office and started throwing all. She did a video and started taking all my Super Bowl rings that I have here on my memorial thing and throwing them into the garbage. What? She threw my Brett Favre. Yes, and then I then I seen there was a notification. Angela Gallagher's live now. I come busting the door. Are you live right now? Get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of fun, man. We we decided to do videos all week and go back and forth and we had a lot of fun we, we had i think you know some good interaction and made people laugh throughout the week yeah well and you know i mean i i think it's uh i think it's actually pretty cool because you know how many more times are you guys gonna have that sort of a thing you know what i mean i mean i i don't know True. how many times tampa bay and green bay have played over the years when it really mattered like that so i think right. it's kind of good memories good memories i agree i agree and we have the pictures and the videos out there forever on the interwebs and uh they'll be there for to, to go back and laugh the inner speaking of going back and laughing let's uh revisit the introduction to the show here tim the, uh, uh, what, are you, what are you talking about my man we went to aka immediately into otherwise known as so we went, we had an aka oka sort of a situation aka oka it's called the aka oka and it's how you get from one point to another all right <laughs> you gotta put them together you gotta be a sandwich and it's a new thing dude it's in the it's in you know the writing guides and writing styles i tell you it's it's out there i missed the memo (laughs) so 
I had no idea I said it until you told me. I was going, oh man, we were cracking up. <laughs> It'll be in the season two blooper reels. That's that's for sure. <laughs> but I mean, you know what? I think we've come up with something new that we might be able to utilize because uh it's we're just gonna go. I think we're gonna start running with the Akaoka. The Akaoka, man. That's you know, it. aka otherwise known as also known as we can go Akaoka Aka and just keep it. <laughs> That's season three. That's season three. Oh, all right. Yes. Yeah. So let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, season one, Aka. Season two, Aka Oka. Season three, Aka Oka. Aka. <laughs> Everybody right now listening is probably like, what in the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> should we at least maybe, do, should we just, you know, let them know what they, what, what we're talking about? <laughs> we should probably get to the, the title of the show, <laughs> what we're trying to do here. Hey, so Aka Oka, all right. <laughs> We're going to be talking today about soft books, the software program, everyone. All right. And uh, how to describe the software program. That's the that's what we're talking about today and how to describe it. I think, Bradley, do you, would you like me to describe it? Would you like to describe it? How do you want to go into that? Well, I think uh, we'll just start from the top, right? It's four juniors, right? In um, the second half of their junior year, almost a junior season, you know, after talking about football, but the second half of their junior year. Uh, the softbook program opens up April 1st. So if you're 17, April 1st, you're able to go ahead and enter that and get started, you know, MEPS, you know, doing your paperwork, the whole business. Uh, if you are not 17, you got to wait till you turn 17. But essentially, the softbook program is, you know, something that the juniors can take advantage of, get qualified early and book a job early. Right, so you essentially will book a job over July, August, or September between your junior and your senior year, and it will leave in that corresponding month, the year that you graduate. Right, so if you book a job in July, you'll leave in July the following year, August, August, September, September, so on. Mm -hmm. And you know what you're doing. You know that all you got to do is get that diploma. Well, you're sitting there. You have a career waiting for you. That's that's a fact. But what is probably the biggest perceived benefit of the softbook program like why should they do it uh biggest perceived benefit well you know coming in out of the out of school they do well on the ASVAB they go ahead they they know that they go to MEPS and they can qualify on what they can one mm -hmm. of that, where the biggest perceived benefits that they have is their job selection yeah right so coming in as a softbook and, and you're building your preference preference list from your qualification list, you're going to have, you could pick five jobs and you know what? One of those five jobs will be what you're going to be booking. Right. All right. You should be booking one of those five jobs. So you're going to be able to know when you're leaving and you're going to be able to be secure that you're going to be joining the air force and you're going to have one of the top five jobs that you're looking to do in your air force career to start off with. Yep. And that's, that's probably the biggest thing that I come across. Right. So now, I know a lot of other recruiters from a lot of different areas, so it it varies greatly, you know, across the country. But anywhere typically from ten to fifteen jobs is what you have to list as a senior or a graduate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yep. Now, is this a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. But sometimes people maybe only want just a small handful of jobs. You know, they're like, I'm really only interested in about five or so jobs. So that's the reason why joining as a junior can have a little bit of a perceived benefit because you only have to list five. You don't have to list 10 or 15 and you're going to get one of those five. 
one of those top five. Now, yeah, every job in the Air Force is fantastic, all right? So every job that you start your career with is great. So, but you just get to go ahead and put your five. I want my people to put down 25, 30. Let's put them all, baby. Because you know what? We want to get this thing rocking and rolling and started. But yeah, for you guys, you get the benefit. You're coming in early. You're doing this. You know, you're making that commitment. So let's go ahead and help you out a little bit. And we'll uh, we'll meet in the middle, right? We get to put down, put down some jobs. Let's get them for you. Exactly. And yeah, they have, they have their own special draft. They know? do. They do. It's a it's a, it's an entire list of jobs set aside specifically for the juniors, right? Going to their senior year that nobody else has access to, right? So seniors can't touch those, grads can't touch those. It's strictly for juniors going into their senior year uh, that are participating in the softball program. So it's a great benefit as far as that goes. Uh, what you touched on earlier, I I think is the real benefit, right? Is that you're going into your senior year and you've alleviated a lot of that mental pressure and stress of what am I going to do after high school? Right. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's like, Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. Or, or, you know, your senior year is going to go by like that and you got to work, you got to go to college, you got to find a job, whatever. You know what I mean? It alleviates a lot of that uh, pressure and stress. So you can kind of go through your senior year pretty confident in what you're about to go do as long as you stay qualified. Yeah. Stay qualified. Big key right there. Yep. <laughs> qualified, folks. But we're going to touch base on that in a second. I wanted to throw in there, um, you know, yes, you know what you're doing. I remember now, me not so much. I wasn't going to college. I wasn't doing anything like that when I got out. I think I applied to one school. And I didn't get accepted. I said, okay, I'm not going to college. <laughs> so that's what I did when I was back in senior year. That was my deal. But I remember when my daughters were going through, I mean, you don't have to worry. If you got it, let's say, and you don't got to worry about doing, dealing with the FAFSA. You don't have to worry about applying to schools and doing all this different thing, waiting for the acceptance letters to come in and all that. You know why? Because you've been accepted to the Air Force already, baby. So that's what you, that's where it's at. Exactly. You know, well, forget about that other stuff. Just forget about it. Yes. I, can't, I can't do it. I don't have the thing. But the um you got the thing, man. You got it. You got the juice. <laughs> but the you know the, the other thing there is not only are you accepted to the Air Force, but you automatically are gonna get enrolled in the community college of the Air Force. So you're automatically right. going to school, you know, and again, yeah. we're gonna do this education episode at some point. So that, that information is coming. <laughs> but you know, but you got all kinds of college stuff with the Air Force too. So it's not like you have to pick one or the other. You can do both. You know, that's easy. Right. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, qualified. All right. So, hey, we love when you want to come in, you want to make that decision, you want to, you're gung-ho. Listen, I want to know what I'm doing for my senior year. Yep. But what Bradley touched base on there is, you know, staying qualified. Hey, it is a long road. All right. I like I like my applicants. I like going ahead and working with them and getting them in the Air Force. But sometimes being around you guys for over a year is a little too much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to listen. If you do the good, if you do the right things and you do what you need to, it's a it's a walk in the park. But staying qualified is it's it's hard for a year. You know, you you go ahead. I was gonna say, well, even some of them can be even longer, right? If you started your process in April. Right. But you don't happen yeah. to book a job until September, September and at least the following September. That That's a year and a half. That's a long haul. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Um, you know, do what you got to do. I mean, that's OK. 
But if for the love of God, if you do that, right, if you go into the softbook program, go in there knowing that like you need to stay in contact with your recruiter, you got to stay qualified. Yes. Don't ghost on your recruiter because, you know, you think that you have forever to contact them or whatever. I promise you that that doesn't go well. Like just stay, stay in contact with your recruiter. Yes, they don't. There's no need to be tracking you down. No need to have to be tracking you down to see what's going on because, you know, this is what you're part of. A lot of times you guys, you, you know, your soft books, you're going to be in this so long. You're going to be our depth commanders. Oh, yeah. You know, you're going to be running the show in some of these depth uh, delayed entry program commanders calls and stuff and running the PT sessions, the physical training sessions, because you're, you know, you're going to be learning so much over this whole time that we're going to be counting on you to teach everyone else that's new coming in, um, you know, the tricks of the trade, reporting statements, you know, or, uh, facing movements, uh, the ranks. We're going to we're going to be putting a lot of that on you. You're starting with that responsibility early. But if I can't contact you, how good is that? That's not good. <laughs> if I can't contact you, I mean, chasing you down every month because, uh, you know, you're, you got other things going on. I know it's senior year guys, but um, you gotta, you know, you gotta stay focused on what you were doing on why you were coming through with this. Mm -hmm. um, you gotta stay focused on that. Uh, you know, other than not contacting, it's rough sometimes when maybe you went to MEPS you know, you, you swore in, you're in the delayed entry program at the time, maybe you were 10 pounds under your max weight. You got a year, you better stay 10 pounds under your max weight because it's easy to go ahead and jump above that max weight that's allowed, right, right, right Brad? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, way too easy. You know, it's a, yeah, I don't even, we've talked about weight so many times on this show, you know, and it's like, it, it's a reoccurring issue for, for a lot of different things, but especially, yes, the longer you are in the delayed entry program. So if you're listening to this and you're not a soft book, you're just listening to it just for funsies. I mean, the longer that you're in a delayed entry program, the more you need to focus on that and make sure your weight stays in check. But yes, absolutely for soft books. I mean, cause you, you're still growing, right. You're in high school. Who knows? You might shoot up another couple inches or you might shoot out. I don't know. Right. But just, Take and make sure you keep your weight under control. <laughs> weight, weight's a big one, man. <laughs> I haven't heard that way. You shooting up or shooting out? <laughs> um, other than the weight, let's see. I mean, there's you know, you, you um, hanging out with your buddies, getting arrested, getting in trouble, doing dumb things. All right. Well, you know, the the biggest one, usually the biggest, I think, risk for soft books is going to typically be the sports that you're playing in high school. Right. Because, mm, you know, yeah. you know, you're playing for your senior year and stuff like that. Uh, so it's really just, I mean, not that you really can control the sports injury for the most part. I mean, if you're playing football and you get hit or, you know, you're playing basketball and you're tearing ACL or something. I mean, like things happen. It's unfortunate, but you know, just try to be as safe as you can really, as far as that goes, uh, you know, those kinds of things. And when those things do happen, you know, in the, in the, in the game or anything like that, tell your recruiter, man, tell your recruiter. Cause there might be some other things we have to do now. You know, mm -hmm. if you, if there's something, you know, you something happened to your ACL, who knows you got a concussion, something happened like that. You got to let us know, because if you went to a doctor, you went ahead and had a, had a visit to the emergency room or something like that. Now we, we have to get back into maybe, you know, you know, see maybe another trip up to MEPS. Yeah, right. Well, you know, we're going to submit some documentation and be like this and he's good to go. He had something happen to him, but uh, let's, uh, we'll send him back up and he'll get looked at and, you know, you'll get the thumbs up unless, unless you lose your leg or something you know, at the time or, 
Let's hope not. Let's hope. No, no, I'm just saying, but if it's something dramatic, you know, something drastic, um, (laughs) but if we can work that situation, you got to let the recruiter know though. You know, that's very true. Um, I think, I mean, that's really, I mean, look, I mean, that's honestly from, you know, our side of the house, right. That's the nuts and bolts of the software program, right. Communication, you know, stay in contact, right. Stay healthy. You know, let's communicate back and forth. You know, we could work through. You have a lot of time to be able to work through a lot of different things. So that that's okay. The obviously the big thing usually for the for the students there is just knowing that they have some sort of security going into their senior year. They already know what they're doing, and they get one of their top five job choices. I t- I tell you, um, it kind of ebbs and flows. You know, like with how many soft books I get. You know, like one year I had five, one year I had one, one year I had two. You know, it's it's kind of all over the place, but um. Every single year, though, all of them were were pretty excited to do it, and they were all pretty thankful. You know, they're like, "Man, this is this is pretty cool. I got my job. I already know what I'm doing. I ain't got to worry about nothing." And mm-hmm. they've all been pretty solid. Yeah, and and as far as you know, if you contact them, how much you reach out to them after they've gone, you know, I think you I think you said you still do here and there. They've all come back, and any kind of messages you get from them, they're enjoying what's going on. They they they're happy with their choice. Mm-hmm. Yep, and well, and that's again. It's the perk of getting one of your top five. You know what I mean? Being guaranteed to get one of them top five, you know? Yeah. Big. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And if you don't like it, cross train. That's available to you folks. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you like it, utilize the cross training training program. That's true. <laughs> Go. Have you ever had um, the soft book or anybody, uh, any issues medically at all that you can recall? Um, so I'm trying to think back here. I don't, I don't think I ever had, I don't think I had any major medical issues. No. Um, no. I think I had one, one young man, like the first year that I did it, that slipped and fell on some ice and got a, uh, got a slight concussion, but he was cleared okay. pretty, pretty easily. Um, everything was fine. That, but. <laughs> and when, uh, you know, the, the kid was great and, uh, you know, he's, he's fine. He's in, uh, I don't want to say the United Kingdom or something like that right now, uh, is where he's stationed. But no. yeah, he, he was trying to avoid seeing me because he was in a cast. <laughs> ended up breaking like two toes so it was like depth calling where are you at he's like i can't make it no i need to see you <laughs> he eventually was like i'm in a cast i've been in a cast for a few weeks now i was like what come on man what are you talking about are you serious <laughs> he didn't want to come in because Dude, he, that- had, he, was, he was hoping to avoid it until the cast came off and he, he was hoping to <laughs> but we got to you know take care of it and everything but it's still like stop you can't do that you gotta let me know man <laughs> exactly like that's um oh man i i that's happened i so many times that i've heard of across uh, luckily my applicants have always been great about telling me when something happens um you know but you know i mean i try to foot stomp that from like day one like just tell me anything if it happens just tell me right and we'll work through it even mm-hmm. if it's insignificant we'll, you know it's fine but uh, I've definitely heard of a couple of other recruiters that they, they had problems like getting in contact with their applicants. And sure enough, when they finally did, it was because of something like that, right? The arm is in a cast or the foot's in a cast or something, you know, and you're just like, like, come on, man. Like, I like, just tell me, just tell us the thing. <laughs> that is it. Just, it just, that's it. I was, you know, just step up to it and take accountability and be like, here's what's going on. <laughs> well, you know, and depending on your timeline, where you're at in the whole process, um, you know, it, the earlier that you tell us, the more time that we have to work options, right? You know, so to work other things. Um, sometimes it's going to be beyond our control that, you know, as far as the job getting taken away, right? You know, because if mm-hmm. you if you 
you know, break your arm two, three weeks before you're supposed to leave, right? Obviously, you can't ship on that job and you're not going to have that that contract anymore. That's got to go to somebody else, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the sooner that you tell us, right, the more wiggle room we have to be able to move that around, hook somebody else up and start working your issue to get you something else, right? And and to get going. If you're in a softbook program and you're a year out and you get injured, right, chances are, as long as it's not something like su- super serious, it's, it's easy enough, right? We work through it supply the documents, everything's, you get cleared, you get. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. I know something that I enjoy, uh, you know, two years ago, it was pretty, pretty cool. You know, you get the chance to do it with all your seniors that graduate, but it's something special when you've been working with someone over, you know, even longer for, for, you know, over a year, um, is, you know, you're getting in them blues, baby, mm-hmm. get sharp. We're going to get sharp. going to get in them blues. And, you know, two years ago, we were able to, you know, go to the school and we were going to be up there presenting, you know, presenting the certificates to them or their math awards or their science awards and just get, you know, presenting them a the certificate of that they're, you know, en- enlisting and stuff on, on stage in front of everybody. It's a pretty cool deal, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, that was actually probably my favorite part going to the, the graduation nights for, you know, folks that I was enlisted. I mean, it was fun for regardless junior or senior, but it is kind of something cool when you can say this young man or woman, right? Not only are they joining the air force, but they stepped up and they started working with me a year and year and some change ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's commitment, man. Like that, uh, that takes a drive you know, and some focus to, to make it. So, I mean, that, that's always really cool. And yeah. And do you, have you really, did you ever realize and you look out after you see some guys that they're intrigued, you start seeing mm-hmm. some of these guys like, Oh, all right. That, that doesn't look so bad. Wait yeah. a minute. And then, uh, ding, ding, ding. Hey, what's going on there? So you get the high school the other day. Oh, did you? How'd I look? <laughs> so I want to know first, how did I look? <laughs> look at shop. Look at shop kid. <laughs> Get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love it. The uh, but yeah, no, I think it's a good program. I like I said it, it's it's one that I kind of have, you know, like mixed things about. You know, I like I think it's a great, great program for you know for the applicants, and I, I think it's one that you know a lot more people should take advantage of. It's a little nerve wracking on me as the recruiter, but I don't I don't mind, you know what I mean? It's kind of it's it's the sacrifice you, you make it, to help them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can handle it. I'm I'm built for this. <laughs> yeah, you are for tough. <laughs> I don't know. Are you a Ford man? Actually, I, I am. I, I very much. All right. Am. Okay. All right. You had the Toyota, right? Didn't you have the Tacoma? Well, I had a Tacoma. I, I have one now, but I had a a Ford F two fifty in between for a couple of years. Oh, okay. My my two old pickups that I have that I'm working on are a thirty four and a thirty six ford pickup so both of them are yeah have you had have you made any progress on those have not have you been able to have oh okay never mind (laughs) never mind today that's it it's slow rolling all right you know what slow and steady wins the race baby it's a i i have some work that i gotta put in on these things that's that's gotta happen um i need to pull them back in the old garage uh they were taken out for you know to put in like the four wheelers the motorcycle and uh the boat and stuff like that for winter time all so. the toys you got so many toys hey, hey listen all these things that you young individuals can get out there <laughs> after you're in for a little bit like you hear all this said man you're having a good time out there i'm telling you right now man idaho is the life man i love this place it's uh it's a blast out here man <laughs> and you got so many of the, the four wheelers and the boats all right man lucky guy well, lucky guy and well, I, but it's cold 
Yeah, that's a very true words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh, it's cold, right? Because uh, you got to get those things back in the garage to work on them, right? You can't you can't work on them outside. It's chilly wow. out there, huh? I don't want to work on them outside. It's uh, it's definitely a little cold. Actually, you yeah, know, I don't blame you. Yeah. So, like I said in the earlier episode, I don't remember which one it was. Probably the leave episode, maybe. I don't know. But we were talking about it, and it doesn't really get that cold here in the valley. It gets pretty hot in the valley usually. Um, yeah. But it's been in the 30s here the last couple of days as a high, low in the 20s, and it's snowed a couple of times. Um, it doesn't really stick and last very long, but uh, it, it definitely gets chilly down here in the valley. Now, up top, you know, it's a couple thousand feet you know from the <laughs> bottom of the valley to the top of the valley but it's uh-huh. uh they get significantly different weather than we do. <laughs> <laughs> a tale of two cities <laughs> a tale of two locations it basically is it's uh at two thousand feet, feet makes a difference man it makes a huge difference you're not kidding brother yeah all these things are waiting for you folks they're all waiting you know whatever you want but oh. don't but don't buy that car right after basic. Oh, get what it again. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't get tattoos in tech school. Don't buy the cars. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. You know, maybe we'll do an episode on that. All the things you shouldn't do. Don't get married in tech school. <laughs> the, the oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. Don't marry. Don't do the tech school marriage thing. Um, anyway, the the other thing. I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about booking one of the top five jobs. One of the the big things for the SoftBook program is that for those of you that want those kind of rare jobs, right? The the medicals, the flying jobs, some of those things that really don't come around that often. It gives you that opportunity to really book one of those, right? Because mm-hmm. again, like we said, the SoftBooks have their own pool of jobs. Now, let's say that you don't get matched up with one of those top five in the softbook draft, right? Let's just say maybe it didn't happen. Didn't cart the stars didn't line and the medical job wasn't available. That flying job wasn't available. Well, you still get to book a job later, right? You know, so you'd be part of the senior job draft, you know, later on down the line and you are now a higher priority. You're actually the highest priority because you've been in the depth for so long. Mm -hmm. So therefore you have another shot to get some of those rare jobs when they come back around. So, there's a gives you just those extra chances to get some of those really hard to get jobs. Yeah. Good. Great point. Great point. Bringing that out. I agree. Well, because I, I inherited a soft book my first. So my first year out here uh, recruiting, I had inherited mm-hmm. a soft book and she actually, I inherited two and neither one of them had booked a job in the soft book draft. Right. One of them wanted special missions, aviation, mm-hmm. rare job. Right. It almost never happens. And one of them wanted she wanted a cyber job, which is not necessarily rare, but um, didn't happen. So come around senior time frame, they'd both been in the depth for about a year at that point. And so they were on the higher priority end of the list. And they both got they, they both ended up getting their number one deal. Right. She got like right. cyber systems operations and he got special missions aviation. Special, no kidding. Yeah. It's beautiful. Now, now he failed in tech school, but you know, that's a different story. That's a different they, they, don't worry about that. Yeah, that's something. To, don't even worry about it. that's a different. That's another episode or whatever. <laughs> hey, you know what? He got it. That's what he got. What he got. No, he definitely. You know, he, he definitely wanted. got it. Um, but you know what? Though he still loving the Air Force, man. Um, sure, I he is. To, I talked to him not that long ago, and even though he failed, uh, which again I said this was a different conversation, but I'll briefly touch on it. Um, mm-hmm. 
because it's a hard school, man. A lot of people don't realize that it's a hard tech school, but he got cross-trained yeah. over into something else. And he's at, he's loving the Air Force, man. He's like, actually, this is pretty dope. He's like, I, I'm digging yeah. it. Yeah, um, I mean, the same. I have the same exact almost situation, but it did individual. He got air traffic control. Mm. He ended up getting air traffic control, and same thing, man. It's a hard tech school. It's a hard tech school. So right now he's in finance. And he's loving life. He's in his comptroller squadron, and he's doing what he got to do. And he's in the air force. That's what he's happy about. There you go. He's in the air force. He's going ahead and wherever he's at, he's in a mountainous area or something like that too. So on the weekends, he's always out and about doing something. So, uh, you know, it just works out. It'll work out. Definitely. Definitely does. And uh, I mean, hey, I'm sure you, that he's what's that? Get, no, go ahead. Finish it off. Oh, I was just going to throw in a little dig there. I was going to be like, I'm sure he's enjoying those mandatory functions at the bowling alley, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all voluntary, man. There's no mandatory functions. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is every time I went to finance, so I will close for a uh, mandatory <laughs> training event. <laughs> like. <laughs> Hey, well, you got to you know, put it together. They're, they're counting the pins and stuff. They're doing stuff that has to do with, with counting. <laughs> so, right? That's so very true. They're they're, they're sharpening their math. They're utilizing the base facilities to sharpen their skills in their career and their jobs, bro. <laughs> I like how you're spinning it. I just... <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, man. Uh, when, and real quick, when you were touching base, I think you said tattoos. Yeah, listen, please, if you don't have a tattoo, then wait till after you get in and don't don't get the tattoo, for, you know, right there when you graduate in senior yeah. year, you know, I mean, or at least let's do it. At, if you got to do it, let's do it at an earlier time than, uh, you know, if you leave it in June, let's not be doing it and let's not be getting a tattoo in April and May. Right. So right. now that, you know, that that does happen uh, quite a bit, I, almost I mean, I don't know if I'd say all of my soft books, but the large majority of soft books I put in have all come to me at some point in time before graduating, <laughs> asking if they tattoo? could get a tattoo. Almost yes. all of them. Can so, I get a tattoo? <laughs> and so I'll tell you what I tell all of my applicants and be like, if you're within, if you're within a quarter of graduating, no, right? Like if you're within three months of, uh, or excuse me, not graduating, but three months of shipping, no, right? I would highly advise against. Now I can't make you do anything. Right. I mean, you're your own person. I, I can't make you do anything, but um, it's just not worth the risk, really. You know, I mean, now infection rates pretty low. If you go to a reputable place, right, you're probably mm -hmm. not going to get an infection. But if it, but if true. you do, I, uh, you just you just took your career on a completely different path. Yeah. Right? So I, I've had a lot of people get tattoos in the depth and you can like, you know, but the biggest thing I would say is consult with your recruiter beforehand. Let them know what you're going to get and where you're going to get it. Right, so that you make sure and don't disqualify yourself, right? Because you can't go and get yourself a marijuana leaf tattooed on the back of your leg. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, so you got to think smart here. I don't do anything dumb, but, you know, consult with your recruiter about what you're going to get, where you're going to get it, and when you're going to get it and kind of go from there, you know, so that way, you know, you kind of have a plan to not derail yourself. Yeah. I think the only time I'd just go ahead and say, you know what? Yeah, uh, go for it. If they came and they said, "Listen, I just need to want your, your picture of your face that says World's Best Recruiter," I'd say, "Okay." And if they want to get that on my on their back or something like that, and just a picture of me that says "World's Best Recruiter," I guess I'd say, "Is it the <laughs> is it the picture of you like kind of kicked back with the you know the, the hand on the chin, just looking all dapper in your suit? Is that the one we're going with?" 
It could be. I could yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the one. That's the that would be the one. That oh, would right. be the one. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. So then I might say okay, but we'd still have to talk about it. You know, I'm a little bit uh I'm a little bit discouraged that nobody's that nobody's came up with this idea that they came in and say, Hey Sergeant Byers, I wanna tattoo your face with world's greatest recruiter. Like yeah, and you with a thumbs up <laughs> right next to you. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe start maybe pitch, start pitching that idea, baby. <laughs> I need to step up my game as a recruiter. You I better start pitching that idea. <laughs> oh, All right, brother. Do you think we have anything else that we can touch base on? Do you think we've uh, informed and hopefully entertained? Well, I think this this episode was was decently entertaining. I think we uh, we laughed a little bit. Uh, maybe even cried at some point, laughing so hard. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know we had a couple of teardrops. Full. <laughs> no, I think we about covered the softbook program. I'm not really sure that there's a whole lot else to it. It's not a super complicated program. It's just, you know, if you're a junior, we're not quite to April yet. So if you're a junior and you're thinking about it, right, go start talking to the recruiter and see what, uh, you know, see what you can do. Get some information on it. Uh, see what kind of things that you need to start getting together. That way you can start the process in April. Oh, and if I'm correct, the ASVAB, if they took it and they were 16, they could use it. Oh, absolutely. As long as it's with, within the last two years. Within two years, they're, they're taking uh, the ASVABs that you take when you, that you've done when you're 16. Right. So you, can, you can use it. Yes. Actually, that is, that is also another great thing there is that uh, a lot of high schools – test their juniors for ASVABs, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, if you had a good score from school, then that's one less thing you got to do. Just, you know. Yep. Let's just keep it and rock and roll. And let's get you up to MEPS. Booyah, shaka. There you go. And that is the softbook program in a nutshell. And we'll see you around the corner on episode five. All right. And that's a wrap for season two, episode four here on the recruiter's corner hey thank you everybody for joining us on this episode our loyal corner crew we can't do it without you hey listen please follow us on all the social media platforms facebook instagram wherever you can find us and if you are looking for a recruiter go to airforce.com and find one nearest you until next time Mm